0: Spends hours in hardware stores, seeking through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. I am reminded by emailer Michael that in God We Trust, All Others, all others Pay Cash is the name of the book by Gene Shepard, which forms the basis for the movie A Christmas Story. That's
1: right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and uh, Mike wants uh, writes, I'm not sure Joe has seen this. Uh, St. Paul is getting coordinated garbage collection. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I've seen it.
1: And they're just, they're pushing forward with it no matter what. Kathy Lantry types are just saying, this is what we think, you, this is what we think should be your trash behavior. Mm-hmm. And they're going to screw it up. i got a question for you.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, St. Paul is merely joining other places close to the country's tallest buildings in having the government Run the trash collection. Yes. All right. And then, which means the city's going to spend—I think I read—four million dollars to buy uh, trash bins.
1: Yep. Great. Great idea. Right. And and, and this
0: is done uh, for a number of reasons. Apparently, to get uh, a, a reduced number of trucks uh, on the roads, which is silly. If you're worried about the streets, that's like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic to worry about a truck going down the street. The roads are already destroyed. But if it, but the other reason is to save the earth and it, okay, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with the trash bin? I now have get
1: out of here. Mm-hmm. Get out of is here. Is that
0: going to be recycled somehow? Well, I'm it, perfectly uh, happy with the trash bin. Uh, I have provided to
3: me by my, uh, my service what are you gonna do with that and in fact i just went through a change and the previous uh, trash collector i had just told me to keep the bin i have for the new company so why wouldn't saint paul do that same thing here
1: i'm gonna turn off my mic and okay. give you a number i'm writing it down da, 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 as da, we da, speak da, 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 got it six yep. seven
3: five three oh
0: nine, nine okay i just gave you Lantry's number okay you you got no shot to get her. She's not going to talk to us. But that's that's my question for her. So maybe you'll ask that to whoever answers the phone. I'm sorry, who am I calling? Uh Kathy Lantry Department of Public Works in St. Paul, yes. director. Uh Eight who six had,
1: seven five Got it.
0: I want to know what what are you going to are you going to melt it down? Will it become lawn chairs, I hope?
1: Or uh, what what are we supposed to do? Think of the way. Think of the envir- the environment. With, with those old bins being picked up by Nitty or Tennis or uh, Highland Sanitation, whatever the case may be. This is not? a Highland Sanitation bin. Uh, those are my guys, too. It's a perfectly serviceable bin. And you know what? Uh, they better tell me it's going to be recycled. And I know, having had that same carrier in St. Paul, they were flawless. They never screwed anything up. No, the city's going to find a way... To screw this up completely.
0: Well, you're going to get charged a service fee. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a. students at George Washington University. Uh, we got to get rid of their mascot now. They're the Colonials, and that's thought to be offensive. More than 200 George Washington University students have signed a petition to eliminate the school's mascot and nickname because they find colonials extremely offensive.
1: Uh, That that appeared in a, my daughter was talking about a paper that somebody else wrote, Mm -hmm. and she had that word in there, and the professor said, that word is offensive to me. Mm -hmm. Just for that, just this week I was told that. Students say they object to the colonials' connection to
0: colonization and systemic oppression. Hippos or river horses uh, are the names they would prefer. The Colonial's mascot has been in effect since 1926.
3: Unbelievable!
0: As a nod to the university's namesake, George Washington. It was intended to reference Colonial America and the Continental Army, according to uh, the school's history. But across the nation, people are taking offense to everything from school mascots to park statues, often running successful campaigns to get them removed because they're stupid. They're selfish, they're mean-spirited mysterians, And, and they don't understand what they're doing.
1: And now they're just going to start grasping at everything.
0: We, as students of the George Washington University, believe it is of great exigence that the university changes its official mascot. The use of colonials, no matter how innocent the intention, is received and extremely offensive by not only students at the university, but the nation and the world at large. The historically negatively charged figure of colonials has too deep a connection to colonization and glorifies the act of systemic oppression. But wow. America America was never an imperial nation. America didn't colonize places, to the best of my knowledge. Right. Where, where did we go and, col- and colonize places? We didn't. Uh, they want hippos, revolutionaries, or river whores. You know, Downing has a great point. Offsite correspondent Downing. Yeah. I don't know whether your clubbing in a cowboy outfit is cultural appropriation. And by the way, is it a John Wayne cowboy outfit or a village people cowboy outfit?
1: More John Wayne.
0: Uh, sometimes I go with the village. Depends. People. Yeah. But that <laughs> comment made me think of something else. Blue jeans have become ubiquitous daily fashion around the globe. Everyone wants to dress like an American. Remember during the Cold War when we heard of how American jeans were being smuggled into the Soviet Union to be sold on the black market? We saw that as a positive thing, proof of the superiority of the American way. But blue jeans were invented in the American West to be worn by cowboys and other hardworking people. If there are one billion people in China, someone must be wearing Levi's. Where's the Twitter storm uproar over that cultural appropriation? But here's the ray of hope. If the left is serious about cultural appropriation, maybe it's only a matter of time until they insist that Americans stop trying to learn to love soccer. Ba-dum-bum-bum.
1: Hey, <laughs> cultural
0: appropriation
1: All
0: right. Gonzaga University warned students that non-Mexican individuals should keep from cultural appropriation that often happens on Cinco oh, de Mayo my gosh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: an email to Gonzaga University students warned against cultural appropriation on Cinco de Mayo and said that the holiday has been abused by non-Mexican individuals Wouldn't that be true if St. Patrick's Day has been abused by non-Irish individuals? Right.
1: Yeah, Uh, kiss me, I'm Irish.
0: (sighs) Spring has finally arrived in Spokane, and this weekend marks the official end of classes at Gonzaga University. The email said Saturday, May 5, Cinco de Mayo is a holiday that celebrates the date of the Mexican Army's 1862 victory over France at the Battle of Puebla during the Franco-Mexican War, 1861 to 1867. This is a relatively minor holiday in Mexico, the email continued. However, in the United States, Cinco de Mayo has evolved into a commemoration of Mexican culture and heritage, particularly in areas with large Mexican-American populations. Unfortunately, the celebrations have become less about the appreciation of Mexican heritage and instead have become more about drinking and partying, especially by non-Mexicans. Because of this, there are many instances when Cinco de Mayo becomes a holiday that is full of cultural appropriation. Blow it out here.
1: I'll say. Sombrero.
0: At some college campuses, including our own, it continued, students create a theme party or dressing costumes that are insensitive and offensive to the Mexican-American and more broadly the, Latin, the, La, the Latinx culture. A message concluded with a link where students were encouraged to study and employ alternative ways to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. I I don't know what that would be. Josefina, Josefina Saldana Portillo, professor of social and cultural analysis at New York University. Okay told NBC News that the holiday was more of a commercial success for corporate beer companies, <coughs> excuse me, Yep. who marketed the day in order to increase sales of their Mexican alcohol products.
1: Oh, so like they would, uh, you know, Tecate or something like that? I guess, you know. That's isn't cultural appropriation. It, isn't that what it's about, though? Cinco de Mayo. Fun, man. Yeah. Hey, hombre. Yeah. You I don't
0: think there was even more than about three or uh, two or three shootings at the Cinco de Mayo over the weekend in St. Paul.
1: Oh, that that little—I I
0: think it was pretty safe. Yeah. Other than that. This guy has seen more urban wildlife than a DNR field agent with a Ph.D. Joe Souchere.
4: Have you ever been to Love Street? Have you tried on all the shoes? I'm still thinking about these trash carts. Far- Yo, this is. This
1: isn't Mickey Mouse, stuff. this is the entire city. They're messing with karma here.
0: Okay, so the existing haulers, will they uh, at their uh, expense have to retrieve all their existing carts? And if so, what they'll have
1: to what? Rent flatbed trucks? Uh, I would imagine, uh, well they'll yeah, they'll have to And pick now what are they up. supposed to do with them? Well, not only that, what about those haulers that rely on Do you know how many people and we're just picking Highland here, but Highland has a great presence in St. Paul. A what, great Highland, sanitation, Highland sanitation is yeah. they're going to lose revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh so what? They're just going to put them out of business? Or are they going to find the, the business elsewhere? This is not this is so unfair.
0: Well, it's a done deal. Uh you know you can you can squawk all you
1: want. But... All right. St. Paul people are so stupid right now. Let Kathy Lantry Reavers. know. Revers. She doesn't know what she's doing. Is Reavers there? Yes, yeah. sir. Go to
0: Www. Wah, wah, wah. Dot Paul, no space just s lowercase s t p a u l one word gov. dot gov slash garbage garbage and see if there's any addressing the issue of what becomes of these existing Trash carts, trash bins. Uh, St.
3: Paul is transitioning to citywide residential garbage services October twenty eighteen. Yeah, October to tw- October first, the city of St. Paul will launch a. New... No, no, I don't want
0: you to read me the thing. I want oh. you to peruse it and find out. Do they address what is to become of the existing trash carts?
3: You know what the motto is: hmm. All in, mm-hmm. a cleaner St. Paul. I. It's. It.
0: It. They're fixing something that isn't broken, but really we, I, I can't help that. I just oh. want to know what they got. I want to know what they're going to do with those carts. And and that is what did they do with all the little blue box, the little blue bins we set out at the curb for, for recycling that got replaced by the tall wheeled carts. Oh yeah. I had to take mine to a school somewhere, the, the drop off point, which I I did, and there were you know hundreds of them there. I did they get recycled?
1: I wonder if they melted them down. Did
0: these phonies recycle though All right,
3: here's what I found. Uh, June 1st, residential property owners will receive a special postcard to select their garbage cart size slash service level via a special website. Early August, collection zone map will be published and property owners will receive a letter notifying them of their designated hauler. Confirmed cart size, garbage collection date, and recycling dates. Mid-August to September 30th, new city garbage carts are delivered. Please continue using your current carts. As the new citywide garbage service begins, garbage haulers will collect the current carts. Mm-hmm. So that, that that answers your question. So whoever you have now, they're going to take their cart. Okay, it doesn't answer my question. Yeah, well, didn't no, you Did no, no, ask? No, no,
0: no, no. My, my question is, what is to become
3: of them? Uh, well, you know, so... Uh, I, this doesn't say this specifically, but my guess would be whoever you use now is going to take your cart, right? rinse it out, wash it out, do a repair to it if it needs to, and then use it for another property that they service. Well, not, not in St. Paul. Well, no, not are. in St. Paul, but my guess is they service other cities other than
0: oh, St. Paul. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe Mr. Kaskian came up with the right answer. See? Uh, you know how dumb I used to be? I think so. I'm better now. Right. Oh. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Did you guys read about the guy who had
1: 30,000 Big Macs? I did. It took him how many years again? Uh, 30,000 Big Macs. I saw it today. He started... uh,
0: 46 years? He started May 17th, 1972. What? What? Reeves, what? Brad? Yes, Mr. Sucherey. Uh, Mr. Reavers is uh, correct there. Um, the trash cans will simply be collected, cleaned, repaired, reused
5: in other cities. The vast majority of the haulers that are left in St. Paul all service other cities.
0: Good. Good for them. Thank you.
1: Still going to lose revenue.
0: So this guy started eating a Big Mac every day on May seventeenth, 1972, and now he's got the Guinness record for that. Wow. I what the, I Don Gorski is his name. He's he's in Wisconsin. He's 64. He's a prison guard. And uh, he makes no other claim for this other than he just likes them. Okay.
1: Okay, I like him too, but I don't eat him every day.
0: And he said his health is fine. Cholesterol and blood pressure readings are normal. I also read in another account... That he saved? Do they come in a box? A little yeah, cardboard? McDonald's they come in the box. That he saved every box. You'd need a pole barn. Where's where he putting them? Thirty thousand.
1: And why would you save them? I don't know why I would. Well, how would you know? On that first one, you're gonna, uh, unless that's your goal. I'm gonna eat thirty thousand of these. You know, in in 2018. By the time 2018 rolls around, he I, I saw a picture
0: of me. Looks like a Big Mac. It,
1: it, he, he's he's a become big, a, he's become a Big Mac.
0: <laughs> no, he's not he's not he's not obese. He just he's he's taken on the characteristics of a Big Mac. Oh. He looks like one.
1: Looks like two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a Absolutely sesame seed bun. Mhm. Okay. I don't ha- you know I'm a food guy, but I don't have that kind of desire. I'm not a right, I, I don't have any desire to be in a like a food contest or uh get notoriety for the eating. The
0: only thing I could eat every day of my life. The only thing. Peanuts. No. Nope. Raspberries. Oh, you, bananas. Raspberries. Oh. I thought you like a good banana. I like bananas too. But I could eat raspberries every day.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Why? I just love them. Like them. Hmm. Raspberries and blueberries.
1: Uh, well, Those are really good for you. That's just kind of a weird... I, I'd
0: love to claim that I do it for health reasons that has nothing to do with it. It's just I just a, love them.
1: That's a weird food item to raspberries? single out. Yeah, to single out to say... You don't like raspberries? No, I love them. I'm. I'm, I'm just saying... You saying you would eat those every day? Is- well, I mean, I,
0: I couldn't. I couldn't claim that I would eat a Big Mac every day. Is what I'm saying. There's only one thing I can think of that I eat every day, and that's uh, <laughs> raspberries.
1: I like a good raspberry and a blueberry.
0: Okay, a chief offsite correspondent is reporting. I'll come in there in a minute. And I'll I'll stab you through the heart with a every pencil every
1: day, every day, <laughs> mm-hmm. every day.
0: Yeah, uh, he's he's suggesting that is not one Big Mac a day. It's about two Big Macs a day every day since nineteen seventy two.
1: Were you well, doing was, math when I was on the phone? Was no? his oh. okay? Then was his intent to eat a Big Mac, and sometimes he ate two, and he that's how he ended up with thirty thousand. I don't I don't remember knowing what his goal was or if he just did this. In in In
0: 72
1: In 2016
0: he was recognized by Guinness. I remember that for eating 28,788 Big Macs. And now he apparently's got his mug back in the news because Friday just the day we opened the garage door, yep, he consumed his 30,000th Big Mac. Huh. But the offside correspondence is challenging the math, which means you'd have to. I, I don't. I'm not going to do the math. Not, I'm not going to do it. You cause know cause what?
1: Let's just let it. You know why? I'm not
0: allowed to. Let's just let it go then. Yeah,
1: we don't need to put on this. No need to push back, right?
0: Remember that day the other day? I told you I smelled something when I went out to get the papers. Yes, a gaseous. Light? Yeah,
1: yeah. Something yeah. was foul, yeah. You said I'm gonna. Tell you about that in a minute. Oh, Uh,
0: We're going to be back shortly, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money
4: Now. Oddly enough, he always got a Diet Coke. All the time, yeah. That's That's the old joke we had about Royce. Give me the left side of the menu and a Diet (laughs) diet. Coke. Got to watch those calories. Uh, We are looking at small gains today. today. A little bit too early to tell uh, to call the market because the uh, gains are kind of going away. But right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is hanging on to a 22-point gain. The NASDAQ Composite is up 37 points. The S&P 500 up just two now. Minnesotans visited food shelves more than 3.4 million times last last year. That's a record. The number of visits by seniors was up 39% from 2012. The executive director of Hunger Solutions said the number of food shelf visits started increasing during the recession as unemployment went up, but now, even though unemployment is falling, food shelf usage continues to increase, showing thousands of people are still struggling to put food on the table. FBI background checks on U.S. gun sales were up 9% in April from a year earlier, and it 2.22 2.22 million were a record for the month it marked the seventh straight month that background checks top 2 million it's only the second time we've had a streak that long i'm bruce vale with your money now on 1500 espn
1: all right brucey thank you we will talk to you in one hour meanwhile i've got some news for garage logicians that you'd probably like to know about and that is the Fantasy Golf Challenge. How about this? 1500 ESPN Majors Fantasy Golf Challenge is back for the Players' Championship. You choose your players before 6.55 a.m. this Thursday. One golfer from each of the featured groups. Winners going to receive a trip, to four, trip for four to Craigens. Two rounds of golf, two nights lodging, and breakfast each day. And Dutch will put on a good show for you, of course. If you played in the
5: Dancing
2: Garage, logic segment number eight. Here's John Haidt in the newsroom. Hey, good Joe. Sunny and 83 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. Uh, twins now move on to play the Cardinals in St. Louis after taking three out of four from the White Sox in Chicago. Two games in St. Louis, then Wednesday's a day off, and then they'll travel to the West Coast to play the Angels. It's not right. I should be down there watching the birds play the twins.
3: Are they playing
0: a matinee tomorrow?
3: Yes, it's a nooner. Mm -hmm. Which is weird because
0: the following day they have a day off. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should have Wednesdays off in baseball. It's an odd day to have off. It really is.
1: Mondays, okay. Yeah.
2: Well, usually it's traditionally been Thursday. Mm. Thursdays and Mondays. Travel day? Mm Mm-hmm. Star Tribune reporting the Gophers men's basketball team will play what amounts to a 2019 Final Four warm-up game (coughs) for U.S. Bank Stadium in December. Their opponent will be Oklahoma State, according to sources. NCAA officials will attend the December game to monitor how basketball fits into that stadium. A Final Four warm-up. Well, just to see how the stadium works for basketball. That's well, about as close as they're going to get to a Final Four. Kate Mortensen, president and CEO of the 2019 Final Four Local Organizing Committee, said everyone will be aiming to make the December Gophers game an event unto itself in addition to a test game. The Final Four is scheduled for Minneapolis April 6th through the 8th in 2019. They have not set the actual date yet for that Gophers-Oklahoma State ball game.
3: Say, Joe, I didn't wasn't able to get to it before we had to go to break. Uh, but I was looking at the Saint Paul uh, City of Saint Paul's government's uh, trash sizing and what what you're going to need to order. Mm-hmm. You get to choose from four sizes. What uh, which one do you want? I'm going to go L. Okay. L. How about the recycling?
2: You're going to need extra large for the recycling. No, I
0: got I already got that bin.
2: I took the bag out this weekend yesterday. A little embarrassed when you dumped yeah. that bag Clear. in there. When you hear yeah, when you hear the
1: clink, I I always it's always for me it's always magnified. I'm like. Uh-huh. does the entire neighborhood have to hear this? They should yeah. pad those things.
3: And everybody's outside talking to each other. Yeah. You know what I
1: need to get? I need to get the uh like a car wreck when you jump <laughs> in your I need to get the, the drinkers uh recycling model. It's, yeah. it's kinda got padded sides and yeah, those sound go. things that they have in the studios to absorb all the Or can you folks stop by more than once a week?
2: Yeah. <laughs> News notes from today. The State Patrol is looking into a school bus crash that occurred in northwestern Minnesota this morning. Sergeant Jesse Grabo said the State Patrol tweeted the driver and a total of 12 students were transported to hospitals in Foston and Bagley after the crash, which occurred around 820 this morning on Highway 2 near Langby. All of the injuries are believed to be non-life-threatening. 22 students and one teacher were on board the bus at the time. The tweet from Sergeant Grabo stated the bus was westbound when the driver lost control entered the center uh, median of the divided roadway and the bus overturned. The Foston School District sent a school bus to pick up the non-injured students and transported them to the Bagley School District. The matter remains under investigation. Those two people killed in a one-vehicle accident in Coon Rapids Saturday night have now been identified. A release from the Anoka County Sheriff's Department said 39-year-old Nicholas Allen Hildreth 38-year-old Chandra Lynn Nordstrom, both of Coon Rapids, were killed when their vehicle ran into a large cement pole and caught fire near 119th Avenue and Northdale Boulevard Northwest. The release stated the two resided together but were not married. The Cooner Rapids police officers were able to extinguish the flames, discovered the two bodies. Witnesses said Nordstrom had been ejected from the vehicle. The sheriff's office had previously said it received multiple 911 calls shortly after 9 that night reporting the accident. Several witnesses indicated the vehicle was traveling at extreme high speeds for the suburban neighborhood. The speed limit there, 40 miles an hour. All witnesses said the car was doing much more than that. Oof. What will President Trump do about the Iran nuclear deal? Well, we'll find out. He just tweeted he'll announce his decision tomorrow at 2 o'clock Eastern time. The tweet came only moments after Press Secretary Sarah Sanders told reporters at the briefing, as you know, he's got a few days to decide and we'll let you know when he's ready to make a decision on it. Now apparently ready for that decision. Meanwhile, the White House congratulating Russian leader Vladimir Putin on his swearing in today, but also saying protesters in Russia had a right to assemble. Hundreds of people were detained over the weekend in an anti-government protest in Moscow. Oliver North will be the next president of the National Rifle Association, the NRA announcing today. Former NRA President Pete Brownell announced this morning he has decided not to seek election to another term as president so he can devote his full energy and time to his family business. NRA Executive Vice President and CEO Wayne LaPierre called North's appointment the most exciting news for our members since Charlton Heston became our president 74-year-old North first emerged into the spotlight in the 1980s for his role in the Iran-Contra scandal involving the sale of weapons to Iran with proceeds being funneled to right-wing rebel groups in Nicaragua. He has since run for office, written several books, frequently on the speaking circuit, also works for Fox News. North says he will quit his job at Fox News to take this position.
1: Has he aged well? He's 79? 74. 74? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I haven't
2: haven't seen him, to be true. I haven't seen him lately. He's really stayed out
1: of the limelight.
2: Been years. Apparently, he uh, appears, not frequently, but uh, on Fox News as a contributor.
1: I guess none of us are watching Fox.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Former Marine, who authorities say preyed on women in the area of Gary, Indiana, known as a hangout for prostitutes and drug uh, users, pleaded guilty this past Friday to killing seven women under a plea deal that will spare him the death penalty. Darren Van's surprise plea on Friday and the killings came after the 47-year-old Gary Mann's defense team filed a motion Thursday that scheduled Friday's change of plea hearing. Van was largely emotionless during Friday's hearing as Lake County Judge Samuel Kappas reviewed the terms of the plea agreement that calls for him to be sentenced to life in prison without parole. Lake County prosecutor Bernard Carter said he hopes Friday's plea agreement brings closure to the victim's families. A cool video, a pilot operating a World War I. Era aircraft near the southern coast of England was forced to make an emergency landing on a beach full of onlookers after his plane lost power. Biplane, John? Yes, It's uh, your typical uh, what you'd expect to see in a in a World War II movie. Well, World War One, uh, World War One. I'm sorry, were they having a, a uh, air, fight? air fight? Dog yeah. fight. Thank okay. you. Forty yeah. seven year old Zach. Rocky had taken off earlier that day with a friend from Branscombe in Devon to attend an event marking the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I at Bodman Airfield. It was on their way back that he began experiencing engine failure. Rocky said, we were flying along, taking in the view when it began to lose power. The engine failed, the options available to me in the cockpit didn't work, so I had to look for somewhere to land. Losing height, Rocky and his passenger, Trudy Spiller, eventually came to realize they would need to land on a stretch of Jacob's Ladder Beach in Sidmouth, Devon, when the engine cut out altogether. Spiller said, he's looking out the side of the plane, and I started moving my arms, telling people to please get out of the way. She said she wasn't frightened. She trusted Rocky's skills as a pilot. She said, maybe a little frightened. It wasn't like my life flashed before my life or anything. I was just thinking, here we go. Footage taken from the ground shows beachgoers shuffling out of the way of the incoming aircraft. Upon witnessing the plane's safe landing, one even yells out, that's well done, in the direction of Rocky and Spiller. In an English accent, of course, they yelled out, that's well done.
1: That's quite well done. Well done. I was a bit excited. Curio. I was a bit excited when landing.
2: <laughs> Sp- we were
1: not having a laugh. <laughs> Spiller. But reviewed- they gave us free gherkins. I knew, I knew you'd have to figure out a way gherkins. to say that word.
2: It'd have to fit in after, somewhere.
1: After all, uh, we all scattered. We all went for gherkins.
2: An <laughs> odd uh, way to celebrate, yes, but, of course. Some better than others. Spiller herself later revealed the whole ordeal gave her what she called <laughs> jelly legs. Well, Rocky admitted he's had better runways, I just keep thinking of Rocky and Bullwinkle mm-hmm. with the goggles. <laughs> and and I was I thinking
1: know. with the, the, the I see smoke behind yeah. the plane <laughs> as they're doing. They're yeah. like good luck or whatever. there.
2: we need help. <laughs> the Coast Guard later towed the aircraft to a safer location about a thousand feet away. Before Rocky and the next day, a team of officials dismantled it in order to remove it from the beach. The plane's parts would be delivered back to Rocky for reassembling. A Boston woman is desperately trying to find her yellow lab, Chief, after a thief stole her SUV with the beloved dog inside. Rosa Ness told CBS Boston she left the dog inside her running SUV while she went into a convenience store Sunday. She went in to buy a lottery ticket. She said within a few minutes, the car thief had struck. The surveillance cameras showed a man getting into the SUV, driving off with Chief in the back seat. Chief has been Ness's companion for quite some time and was especially helpful, she said, through difficult times last year. It's unclear if the dog still is inside the vehicle, although it did return to the same store just after 11 o'clock Sunday, according to surveillance video. The driver didn't stop after spotting someone else in the parking lot. Ness says she's less worried about her missing car and is focused on her beloved pet. Chief is microchipped and was wearing a collar with tags. Boston police are looking through nearby surveillance video trying to locate the dog and the car. Love the dog so much, I left it in the car with the, yeah, uh, with the, car, the running. car
1: running and went in to get a lotto. Is Dave Dahl available? Please. Hello, Shorty. You ready to party?
2: Okay.
0: This guy has seen more urban wildlife than a DNR field agent with a PhD, Joe
5: Souchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to 83 degrees, heading for that high of 85. We should hit that by about 4 p.m. this afternoon. Uh, Partly cloudy skies all the way through the night. It's going to be a mild night, 58 for the overnight load and a south wind at 5 to 10. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies, some showers and thunderstorms develop late in the day. They're going to favor late afternoon and evening hours, 75 for the high tomorrow. Southeast winds at 5 to 15. Showers and storms likely tomorrow night, and then showers and thunderstorms likely on Wednesday. Wednesday's high, a little cooler at 68. Thursday, partly cloudy, a mild day at 66, and then 58 for Friday. It's the coolest day of the week. Scattered showers and a few thunder showers. And then on Saturday, partly sunny, still a few showers for that fishing opener. Um, An east wind is probably, my dad used to say, east wind. Fish, when the wind is from the east the fishing's the least uh so i don't know if that's true or not but 60 it seemed to hold true for me 62 on saturday but then every day was the least fishing for me partly cloudy and warmer on sunday though for mother's day up to you 60, talking to yourself i am <laughs> <laughs> somebody's got to converse with me 68 for the high on sunday and then monday partly cloudy and warm 76 so mother's day's looking good uh, fishing opener not too bad 62 for the high with some scattered showers and maybe even a thunder shower or two on saturday but today going for a high of about 85 we're currently at 83 joe and i have the records for the day may 7 92 92 in 1963 in 1963 27 27 in 1885 in
0: 1885 thank you thank you joe you blockheads remember i told you last week that when I went out to get the papers, I was smelling something foul—a gas, a, a, almost like a gas mm-hmm. smell. Yeah, natural gas. <clears throat> and then I'd forget about it, right? Until the next until you morning, get the paper. And I get the paper, and I'd say, it has got to be a dead animal around here."
1: And we couldn't smell it
5: because it's not smell radio.
0: That's right. And, and then I'd forget about it again. <laughs> well, it finally it got to the point where yesterday. It was so pronounced that I thought I gotta, I gotta look for this. I suppose
1: with the heat, with the, uh, the oh, temperature yeah. warming up, that mm-hmm. you got something fuel. Was-
0: so I go get a flashlight, and there's a walkway that leads into the house, but there's there's a, there's a space under it. Okay. So I have to crawl in there with the flashlight, <laughs> and sure enough, Come on. there's a beast in there. No. Oh yeah. A bear. And I couldn't tell what it was. So I thought. Well, you know what I'll do.
1: So you you knew you found the source because I of the found the source because I could smell the, uh, it big time. You know
3: what I'm picturing. Rick? Mm. So me and him went downtown, Charlie. And yeah, mm-hmm.
1: downtown, Charlie. A beautiful
0: <laughs> fur. <laughs> so uh, I thought. You know what I'll do. I'll get a rake and just rake it out of there. And then I thought, I don't care oh, what anybody says. I'm wearing a mask.
1: Yeah, I'm. I all, you're making me. Th- like so when you're at the state about- fair that
0: one year. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a mask and I'm putting on goggles in case you know juice gets on me or oh, something. Oh. You
1: you don't want to get uh, major dengue, no, or even dengue. I don't want dengue or right. no norm- or so I get a re- regular
0: rake and I'm all gowned up and uh, I tried pulling it out of there and it wouldn't budge. Oh, so now yeah. I got to go get another kind of rake. I got to go and find the other rake which has the has the steel. Tines, you know. Did you
1: have any concern that it it was, or maybe uh, somebody else with it was alive? Whatever this creature is,
0: I guess, Matt. When it gets right down to it, I'm just a brave guy. Wow, that's pretty
1: brave. I would have, I would have wussed out.
0: So then I go, then I go get the 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 real grabber, rig. Yep. And then I'm still gowned up. I got the mask on and yeah, the goggles, man. and I, then I added rubber gloves.
1: I wouldn't even mock you. I'm with you.
0: I added rubber gloves, and I got that sucker out of there. It was a fox. Oh. oh. No, so I grabbed his feet, hind feet, and I'm holding it up, and walking out of there. And uh, it was fairly fairly large. Foxes wow. aren't that big, but it was an adult fox. What, what'd you do it? Well, I had a. I happened to have had a garbage bag going with you know pine needles and junk I've been sweeping up. So I put it in there and
3: tied it up. And it's waiting for. Uh, well, couldn't you have done something useful with it, like make a fox hat? <laughs> no, I couldn't make a fox hat.
1: That would have been cool.
0: No, I don't want to make a fox hat. Yes. <laughs> Not with this thing. the 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 odor oh, yeah. hey, the odor was bro, r- really bad.
1: Once you cape it out. Yeah. <laughs> they brought it to Kenny to cape it out, yeah. and then just had like, a, hey, for Mother's Day with the CP. Yeah, remember that smelly thing that was underneath the house? Yeah, Look what I made you. I got you this. I caped it out and everything.
0: <laughs> but here's here's what I want to know. What
1: yeah. what why did
3: it die right there? What what's the deal? Well, was it wounded? And
0: then I didn't crawled? examine
3: it closely. Was it? Did, you know, it it could have been wounded and then and then found comfort. Into whatever area. My theory is it took refuge there during the blizzard three weeks ago, and just said, "Hey, this is all right." Oh,
1: yeah. kind of got trapped. That's just
3: my theory. I have no idea. But then, why would it have just stayed there to die? Well, maybe, uh, maybe it was froze there a trail of
0: blood. No,
3: not hmm. that I was aware of. Well, I suppose if there was snow on the ground when it went in there, but I, I don't, uh,
0: I don't think there's others around there. I suppose I should go back with the flashlight and examine, and see if there's a hole. Damn or something. What the fuck say? Mm-hmm. And everybody's telling me, oh, you should have called animal control or whatever. Why? It's hey, dead. Hey, GLRs is there a service
1: that you could No, I could do it. What's the yeah, big GLRs deal? GLR's got it. Come on. Mm-hmm. What do you think this guy is? Wait till
3: the uh the city of St. Paul bills you for uh, throwing that in your trash.
1: Yeah, even though he made the um he made the CP go look at the turkeys to what did you make her go look at? Uh I can't remember what, what was out some there. Some wild animal. I go, wasn't going out go there. Go check it out and let me know what you find. Mm-hmm.
0: But man alive. That was a big that was a big animal. But
1: you, I, know. you know, you're to be commended. Well, in those thinking. little yeah, those little crawl you don't know. Well, what didn't I know? The thing was clearly dead. Well, you didn't know if like somebody else was What do yet. you
0: want, Reeves? What? Uh Mike Mike has a question for you. I'm Mike? 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 Yes, sir. You're on the air.
5: I was wondering, is it a, a red or a gray fox? It was red. Okay. I've been coming across dead red fox uh, in various places. I trap part of the time. But um, I've been coming across dead ones all over the place. I bet you I've found seven of them this year just in fields and random places. What's so, your theory? Um, everyone I've caped out. And I, I did try to make my wife something, and she thought, yeah, that's great. Don't, don't do that. But yeah. um, I, I don't know. A couple of them have had small punctures.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, I don't that, know. what is what is the what is the predator of the fox? Coyotes. All right. Oh, great. Thank you. We got more. I might as well
1: live in Ely for I, the amount of wildlife around there. Yeah, you've seen what you've seen. I've seen everything. And where do they? Where does the fox come from? From the river. Up from the river. That guy used the term "cape out." Yeah, SCP? that's when you you take it and but I'm kind of bummed he threw it away because that would have been a cool. Could have had the head. Oh, had it. Uh, had it no, stuffed. No, I
0: got news for this you. This
1: is old red.
0: No, this red was not. Fox. This was not worth uh, attempting to keep by any stretch of the imagination. When you when you smell a dead fox, you'll know it. You know what I'm saying?
1: I can I can I can picture it in my mind's nose. Mm-hmm I can smell it in my mind's nose. But it had,
0: it had yet to begun seriously deteriorating. That would have been still, the next You can still of days. see the red fur and, you know, the, it was clearly a fox. Rigamortis? Oh, yeah. She was stiff as a hockey uh, puck. Yeah. Yeah. Look, this, what is,
1: you, this is classic uh, fox capture. Yeah. What are you going to do? Can you take us to break? No, I can. No, you, I can't. You need something? Reavers need something? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Have the twins righted the ship? The twins are on their way to riding the ship. The first thing is to get to... 500. 500. And then we can start talking about everything after that.
0: At St. Louis tonight. The Las Vegas I Golden... I missed the Mezzometer. That was a fun summer. Yeah. That was what, 2016? 2016.
1: Yeah. Oh, the Mezzometer. I forgot about that. The
3: Las Vegas Golden Knights continue to be an amazing
1: story. I that
3: story? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got news for you. Watch out for the city of Winnipeg tonight if they clinch. Um, Are they in Winnipeg tonight? They're in the peg tonight. They're
0: in the peg, and they lead three games to two. God help that city if they win. If they win, we might hear it here. (laughs) You might be able to go outside and and cup your ear to the north, and you might be able to hear what's what's taking and place. And then
1: the beard, the excess beer, will dribble <laughs> down all the because it's up north, and dribble we're down on the river. river. <laughs> it will flow down, and and we will see evidence. of If that.
3: they make it to the the finals, you almost have to go up. How about a Winnipeg Vegas final? If that would be. Well, wait a minute.
1: I I love. It. Who cares? If no, you no, know, they, they can't both that, be in the West. Oh. Yeah,
0: Winnipeg. Yeah, they could play for the yeah, conference, conference final. Fifteen hundred. ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. 80.